Conversation Hat Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Conversation Hat Podcast. Podcast. Thanks. Today we have one of our most popular irregular guests, for tis my father. Ben's dad. <laughs> Good afternoon. It's better than Sai, isn't it? Yeah, we can say that. He doesn't <laughs> listen to the shows. That's fine. I wish I had a theme tune. Well, I mean, wh- I wrote the bloody thing, but... Yeah. Why don't you just write yourself a theme tune? Yeah. Because I'm lazy. Yeah, fair enough. I do a cover of that uh, famous minimalist tune, Where Nothing Happens. Can't remember the name of it. Um, was it Steve Reich or the other one? Oh, it was Philip Glass. Four minutes, Three and twelve and... minutes of something of nothing happening, yeah. yeah. It's mm. pretty good. Yep. I like the reggae version. Mm. Disco <laughs> remix. Yes. Yeah. That's a you're real talk- banger. You're talking about a lot of stuff I don't... I'm pretty sure you're making this up. There's a Philip Glass tune that's just complete silence. Yep. And it's called, like, 4 minutes 12 or something. And it's for a 75-piece orchestra. <laughs> or, if you want to save some money, no one. Yes, yeah. that would be cheaper. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a time where you'd actually have to play music to stop yourself playing that. Yes. Because it would forever... I mean, you're allowed to No, you just of, like, turn it off. You can kind of cough and, like, wiggle around in your seat. doesn't really matter. Those yes. sort of noises that will normally be covered up. I... I oh, no, yeah. I did know this. Um, my old music teacher was... When she was at university, someone... There was the performance of that. Mm. Which was in, which at the time she didn't know it was happening, so it included her shouting, "Oi, do you want to go to the pub?" Did they? I don't know. She was uh. in the she was in the hallway outside the <laughs> where this thing was happening or not happening. And it just I remember your be- music teacher. She wasn't old. I wasn't actually sure if she was one of the pupils or one of the teachers. I never said she was old. You said your old music teacher. Are you suggesting she was teaching you old music then? My previous music teacher. (laughs) Previous to what? To not having one. So your most recent music teacher. Lost. Yes. Your music teacher. The last music teacher. The last music teacher that I had. Who's full of energy and vibrancy and stuff. Yes. The last music teacher sounds like a really harrowing, accurate novella of like the next five years of music education in the UK <laughs> like there's one left and she's bloody tired <laughs> um, she still wants to go to the pub she, to <laughs> she the never pub. did go to the pub what is on your feet right now Charmander socks this was submitted by Stephanie L.H. Callahan. well thank you Stephanie L.H. Callahan. My yeah. feet are unencumbered right now. You're, you've got naked feet. I've got naked feet. But there's still skin on your feet. Like I hair think, and probably a bit of dust. I think the, the feet... They are the feet. Yeah, that's sort of all part of the foot package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, which comes wrapped Just in skin. Just the skin. So skin. It's like, what's on your feet right now? Just the skin. And some well, hairs. I'm struggling with this because what is on your feet right now, what are on your feet right now, are socks and shoes. Mm. What is on my feet would mean singular. So what is a single thing that's on both my feet? Well, maybe... Mm, tricky, mm. tricky. Maybe you just want to, like, ostracise people with only one foot. Like the last leg thing? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. No. <laughs> there are things that are on both my feet now. It's a pair of socks and a pair of shoes are on my feet. Ah, there you go. Or a pair of shoes is on my feet. 
I've got a lovely pair of Charmander Pokemon socks. Here Fiddly they are all standing in a row. Same song, different part. Interesting. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that was worth it. <laughs> Bloody was. Um, so let's hear more about these Charmander socks, Ben. Are they Charmander's? So- oh, there's a Charmander on them. There's a Charmander so on them. So is the Charmander on the sock or is the Charmander on your foot? The Charmander is on the sock. The sock is on my foot. The Charmander is on the shin element of the sock. It's, it's on the higher ankle. Question. He's at a point of the sock where you wouldn't normally be able to see him if you were a regular trouser-wearing gentleman. True. So, who is the Charmander for? Oh, it's for me. I think sock decorations are usually entirely for the owner. It's like yeah. a tattoo in a naughty place. Only you really know it's there. Yeah, it's only for people. It's a very personal thing. Yeah. So, like, only you and possibly some close close people. Yeah, allies. to be fair, yeah. were you wearing those socks with shorts, the world could see the Charmander and the fact that you were wearing socks with the shorts. Yeah, that mm. would be... Mm, it's a bit of a no-no, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's On the other like hand, fashion faux pas. It's like socks and sandals. Yeah, but occasionally you need to go out walking on hot streets wearing shorts, so you need footwear. You do. Do you go around with shoes and no socks? What kind of country are we living in? I I do that. Shoes and no socks? <laughs> yes, but I... Uh, <laughs> you go around with, sh- with no shoes and no Cambridge, socks. It's Cambridge, but we can get away with a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how appalled the joy you know. of our <laughs> The joy of our lefty snowflake society in Cambridge. Mm. An island of shoe, no sock wearers. I also don't like shorts, but I enjoy roll-ups, so... There's that. Roll ups being rolled up trousers, not like roll, roll, <laughs> I just rolled cigarettes. Legs in cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> That's my short fact. I think it, it takes a certain kind of shoe to wear without socks. Like if you've got like boat shoes, like the ones you. Like deck, deck shoes. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That answers my question. Yeah. Like deck shoes, those are <laughs> not okay. Shoes that you can walk down the river in. Yeah, they're not oh, shoes. They're not shoes that are also your boats. Jesus impression. No. Um, Did you yeah, notice those... that he did that before he got nailed up so there weren't holes in his feet? Smart. Yeah. He was a, he was a forward thinker, that Absolutely. Jesus. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Sense of planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a certain kind of shoe. Like deck shoes you can wander around without socks on, I think that's okay. But like trainers or anything that's a bit too rubbery, you get all mm. sweaty. It's better than it's ant shoes. Sweaty bad. Ant shoes. As opposed to deck shoes. Oh, yes, I, I was is. thinking they were coming in pairs of three for for our small friends. <laughs> no. No, that would be... I wonder if ants would like shoes. Oh, no, they'd have to be sticky shoes. Yes. they crawl up things with their feet. I mean, they sort of take care of that. There's no real danger of an ant treading on a nail because they're flipping huge to an ant. So yeah, like, I if reckon... I trod on a nail, it'd be a big old problem. I reckon ants are probably okay without shoes. Yeah. And they could wear really... shoes on their back two legs and use the others for gripping. Smart. Ants are immune to tetanus, I don't know if you knew this. I didn't know that. That's lucky for them. It also could not be true. Well, you they can't pro- verify a negative, Ben. Probably doesn't matter because like, they're not going to tread on a needle or a nail, well, again, as you if, just said. So they're they not going to get. Not a big problem. They just walk over it for several days. Yeah. Do you remember that short. Did you show me that video yesterday of an ant dropping another ant off the side <laughs> of a window? Yes, <laughs> and it did. Just plummets. <laughs> it's just, it's just an, an ant carrying, carrying a... another ant and it just throws it off of a wall. <laughs> and it's just slow motion <laughs> falling ant. And then the ant just sort of looks over, turns away, and walks off. <laughs> it's so funny. 
<laughs> There's probably a damn good reason why I didn't choose to do that. Yeah. I don't know why it's so so amusing, but... If I can find it, that uh, that's going in the show notes. The Conversation Hat with Gareth. Hello, you lovely people. I'm not going to take much of your time up. I know that you've got important things like listening to the podcast to do. I just wanted to let you know about the competition we're running right now until July 17th, 2017. You could win one of five merch packs, similar to our Patreon merch packs, but a little bit more full. One of these packs also has your very own conversation hat hat and a £10 Amazon voucher. Is it possible that we're too generous? Yeah, yeah, it is. Why not? All you have to do is enter a five-star review of the Conversation Hat podcast on iTunes. This is one that's only open to our UK residents, I'm afraid, and you can make it easier to find you by liking us on Facebook or following us on Twitter at Convo Hat Podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. <laughs> what is the best Tetris block? Oh, everyone likes the straight one. It's the they? straight one. Mm. I find the uh, the cube, the, the, the square, to be very satisfying to look at. I, like, I like the T-shaped one. It gives you more options. Yeah, the T-shaped, t-shaped yeah. one. Oh, yeah. You can drop him on his back, put him on his side if you've got a little slot to fill in there. I mean, you can do it with yeah. the cube one. It's just that you wouldn't know. Hmm. I like the L. It's like the long one, except... Yeah, but you know, when it's going a bit fast and you're trying to twiddle it around uh, and it goes one twiddle too far, you go, ah, nah, too late, crash. That's a very good point. But again, that's sort of true for all of them apart from the cube. And life. Well, if we're going to go for life, then life tends to not have such straight sides as Tetris, doesn't it? <laughs> no. That's true. The round one in Tetris. That could be a tricky Johnny, couldn't it? <laughs> it just rolls yeah. around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Some sort of Tetris Bagatelle crossover. <laughs> Ooh, patent pending. Let's do that. Yeah, Tetris okay. Bagatelle. What's Bagatelle? It's like pinball, only in real life. So pinball. Yes, but yes. without the electric things. Or wizards. Uh, mm-hmm. That's me being the flappers. And was being a flapper. Yes. <laughs> Very 1920s of you. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Love the hat with the feather in. feel like I'm being insulted, but I it's don't understand. Fascinating. Ben, that's your life. Fascinator is a sort of hat. I know that. Mm, it's sort of not a hat, really, isn't but it? It's, but it's, it's a sort goes, of... It goes I on your head. Gonna get a it's hat, more of an ornament. Yeah. It's like, I've got a feather stuck behind me here. Well, not literally. Yeah, Ben. What I like the cube. <laughs> I was about to say, what's the question again? The, I like the two by two. No, I, yeah, I might go with the T. Yeah. I'm going to stick with T. Yeah. Cool, we managed to not say the straight long one, which is what mm. people mm. Yeah, hey, it's, say. It's a, it's a fine cube. It's a fine thing. Rectangle. But, well, yeah. It's a good line, yeah. But you—it's only usable in sort of one way. To, if you've got a long one, if you've got a hole that a long one goes in. That's yeah. what you need. But if you play all the other ones correctly, you don't need it. Yeah. Now, if I could read it out, Spoke X, SpaceX is preparing to take humans to Mars. Who would you like to take to Mars? From Adam Poston. Ah, thank you, Adam Poston. Thank you, Adam Poston. Another co-host of a... Another co-host. Another host uh, of a podcast. Who would you like to take to Mars? Well, am I going to Mars with this person, or am I sending someone to Mars? Yeah, you're going to the pub on Mars. Okay. Mars bar. So I... <gasps> thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Really? You're not fine with this? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, you're taking someone to Mars with you. I think it's a one-way journey. 
Okay. So bear that in mind. Right. So you're going to live well and semi permanently, yeah, on Mars. Okay. With the person. But I can only take one person. Uh, or, or is there going to be a group of people, and I'm just adding one more? Let's, I've got a let's plus say, one. Like let's a say you've got a plus one. Okay. Yeah. Come back to me. I need to put some serious... I'm going to be damn noble here. I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to take Nigel Farage. Oh, I was because we're going to save the Earth from yeah. Nigel Farage. It doesn't matter if it makes maybe. Mars racist, because there's like ten of you. Yeah. And then and he'll be the immigrant. He'll be us out. against the Greens or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, will, I was thinking like, like low Trump Greens. or something. Yeah. But, yeah, I, sh- I should have done that. So I could say Trump and, like, as you said, take mm. one for the team. Or Piers Morgan. Or Katie Hopkins. But, yeah. Anyone reprehensible. But I might be selfish and say something like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> okay. Because then we could talk about X-Men. Yeah. I'll have someone pretty to look at. That sounded much less electric. <laughs> so will head. she. Oh, thanks. She's bringing a telescope. She's a mirror. <laughs> John, who would, you, who would you take to Mars? Ah, oh, see, yeah, I, I was thinking along the same lines of taking someone really awful to Mars just to get them away from, you know, for the good of humanity. Yeah. I think that's smart. I think the thing that annoys me with, like, all the awful people is that there's just a sort of cluster of them. So I think if you remove Nigel Farage from the equation, everything gets easier. If you move Katie Hopkins from the equation, it gets easier. So if you've removed Nigel Farage, that's most of the evil gone. Mm. I think it's... Ooh. I mean, my default answer is usually Hugh Laurie. Just to yeah. poke him and get entertainment out of him. Um, I don't know how well he'd do on Mars. I was... Or actually, how long he'd last. I should probably be smart and take some of my own age. I was thinking possibly, like, Stephen Hawking. Yeah? Because he would love to go to Mars. Do you think there's wheelchair access on Mars? That's the problem. Mm. You can barely get it in all theatres. Because I'd, so... need, I'd like, need to get someone who knows how to, like, fix his chair if it breaks. I don't know how to do right. that. So he'll be very happy that he's on Mars, but he might not be happy that I... What's the gravity like on Mars? Can he just float around for a bit? I don't think it's, no, it's not no, it's quite heavy. Uh, I think it's like you could a just little, tie a string to his leg. I think it's like one point four physicist atmospheres, balloon. something like that. Physicist balloon. Mm. I'll trademark that one as well. I think I'd probably want to have somebody that's quite good at maintaining life support systems and <laughs> creating oxygen and water on Mars. Is your answer to who would you take on SpaceX to Mars someone qualified? Yes, yes. <laughs> someone that did... A grown-up. <laughs> grown-ass man with a spanner and an apron. And probably a couple of cable ties and some gaffer tape. Yeah. So yeah. somewhat, yeah. Because I read the book of The Martian, and if he'd have had a bit of gaffer tape and a couple of cable ties, he'd have been sorted. A bit more gaffer tape for less one. potatoes. They mm-hmm. did. They did a film of that, didn't they? Yes, they did. With Matt Damon. Yep. Matt Damon grows poop potatoes. Mm. <laughs> In space. Next up for <laughs> and next on Ben eats. <laughs> no, I'm not eating poop potatoes. Just call them potatoes. Potatoes. Time. <laughs> Our expedition to Mars is, us is Jennifer, Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, Katie Hopkins, and someone qualified. Mm-hmm. Bully. Cool. What a time we'll have. That'll be... What a hate-filled so, what time we'll terrible. have. Oh, the journey. Can you imagine <laughs> Katie Hopkins on a long drive, let alone four days to Mars or but something? If we're listening to... Four days, I think you'd be going at quite a lick to get there in four days. Well, there was... Uh, I, I think we're talking something. years. 
That'd be a good... I know that they did an experiment where they had guys in there for like four hundred, like five hundred days, because that's how long it would take to get to Mars. Mm. But I read something about how I think it was theoretical, a theoretical wet like friction engine or something that meant that they could you could oh, get yeah. to got one and of them then we go through one of those little wormholes in space and just pop out the other side and yeah. you're in Swindon or something. Not quite that, but it meant that like. It would achieve very much faster travel than we are currently capable of. Mm-hmm. You could like get to the moon in a couple of hours, mm. and you could get to Mars in like. A week. I can't get to Waterloo in a couple of hours, much less <laughs> Mars. But there's less traffic in the way to on the moon. There's, there's just up. You might hit a sparrow. That's what they say on the railways. <laughs> well, sorry, there's Doesn't a sparrow help. on the line. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't yeah. gonna get mild snow in space, though, are you? So, or well, a leaf on the line. It depends mm-hmm. on where you're going, because yeah. on Saturn's it's moon, probably all Titan, those potatoes on the line, isn't there? <laughs> and then poo, po- poo potatoes. Poo potatoes. On Saturn's moon, Titan, I it's have just loads a, of ice. And I have a music pun for the last half a minute of the landing on Mars. Go on. Thirty seconds to Mars is a band. Uh, no, mm, that was it. I don't. Yeah, know that was. I'm not familiar with their repertoire. Poor delivery, sir. Joke. Poor delivery. You can listen to Journey for the rest of the uh, travel trip. <laughs> Jaunt. <laughs> Hi there, David. Thanks for coming down. Do take a seat. Uh, thank you. All right. So, when were you born? 1995. Uh, I'm afraid we don't have any suitable positions then. Oh. Uh, I'm sure that must be uh, disappointing for you. Um. You really think I'll be a bad employee because I'm a millennial? I'm sorry, you're just not qualified. If you had a degree, then maybe. Why would I spend three years working on a degree, which would leave me in lifelong debt, by the way, just to clean your bar? Why why don't you go work at the Super Saver down the street? They're always hiring. They're always hiring because they barely pay anything. I'd never move out of my parents' house. Typical millennial, afraid of a little hard work. Oh, yeah? How hard did you work to get this job? I, I, I worked plenty hard, mate. Oh, is it that you worked hard, or is it that your rich father handed you a management position in his own bar? Look, this is sounding less and less like an interview and more like an agitated podcaster having a crack at the world. Yes, well, Brexit. Brexit, indeed. See you Monday. Conversation hat. Randomly generated query. When does the silky debt canvas the land? Discuss. When does the silky debt canvas the land? Yeah. Good question. <laughs> now, can anyone um, tell me what it means? No, I can't. The silky debt. I think it's a randomly generated it query. It is a randomly generated so query. We've got, to, uh, we've got to find meaning in there somewhere, chaps. Well, the silky debt right. could be... Spiders. Well, I was going to say silk itself. Right. Yeah. Um... Maybe... So we owe silk to someone. Yeah, or maybe we've got too many silkworms. Or, or it could be silk ass in the law, because, you know, if you take the silk when you to become a barrister, so oh, yeah. are we ah. actually in debt to lawyers yeah, still they, and they again? They calling it touching the cloth. Mm. <laughs> or oh. tipping the velvet, or whatever it was. <laughs> yes. It was yeah, so, a show about lesbians. Yeah. So the silky <laughs> debt is lawyers... Or is it not the Silk Road? Maybe someone owes Genghis Khan some money. Or Kublai Khan. But they have to canvas. Whatever so they have to have a little look. Khan, it was. Some kind of Khan. So I'd say they're already Shaka doing Khan. it. Khan. <laughs> Am I the only one who's actually... Leading their hordes again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Mongol warriors across <laughs> the frozen wastes. 
Shaka, Shaka. It's a matter of Ben, you're not familiar with <laughs> feudal Mongolia. What the hell? <laughs> Catch up. I'm sorry, I didn't. I was absent that day at school. <laughs> we did Mongolia. in school. Line, Genghis and Shaka. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say that it's already What was the ha- rest of the question? It's already happening because if the Silky Debt is lawyers They are already canvassing the land Probably looking for a house to either live or evict someone from mm-hmm. mm. Or silk at one extreme and canvas the rugged material at the other Ooh. Are we talking about social divide? I think we are Yes, mm. yes mm. we are And that's happening So, right. that's, so the answer is now mm-hmm. That's when it's happening Get yes. your buckets out, lads. It's happening now. Mm-hmm. Up on the top of a hill with an AK-47 and a big tin of beans. Uh, Wait. Beans. Cooked? Doesn't matter. They were, they were cold horrid. at one point. It's potentially horrid. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation <laughs> has... Percy Pigs. Discuss. It says it's sweets in brackets. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all right. I don't think I've ever had one. What is it? Marks and Spencers. If you're allowed to advertise on this medium. Yes, I think you normally get them from Marks and Spencers. They are um, a a candy in in the the shape shape of a pig pig face. I guessed it would probably be pig. Um, You'd think it tastes of bacon or something. Well, that would be nice. Mm. I'd prefer it if it was bacon. (laughs) Why don't you get bacon-flavoured sweets? You can make bacon jam... I think you can get bacon flavored. Go on the internet, you can get pretty much bacon flavored everything. Yeah, true. true. Bacon yeah. salt, bacon toothpaste, bacon mm-hmm. condoms, probably. Shake and bacon. You can get bacon lube. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now let's just sit here for a moment and wonder why. Yep, I've wondered why. I've got a few answers. Yeah. <laughs> Could you save yourself a bit of cooking and just put bacon lube on toast? Yeah. Huh. I'd imagine so. Yeah. What about bacon toothpaste? Or would that be too minty? Here's an idea from Ben Eats. Go on. We get some toast. It's a good plan already, right? Right. <laughs> it involves toast. Get various bacon-flavoured things, and we'll see which one is the most um, bacon-tastic. Standable. On the toast. Or you well, could take it one step further and swap the lube with the toothpaste both ways round and see which one wins. <laughs> Turns out see which best, one wins. Turns out the yeah. best toothpaste is the bloody toothpaste who'd have thought it yeah go on I'm up for that Science not the toothpaste lube thing but the <laughs> toothpaste lube on toast the, thing. the bacon stuff lube on toast is fine bacon mm. stuff on toast yeah mm. I'll do that okay oh, I'm just excited to make toast ladies and gentlemen it is shameless advert time if you enjoy games films and comic books then you could get yourself a box of assorted geek paraphernalia delivered straight to your door every month for 19.99 you can get them even cheaper by taking out a three or six month subscription and and you can get your first box even cheaper at 15 pound holy crap that's a good deal Visiting the site and getting a subscription will also help the conversation hat, which I'm hoping is something you'd be super into. So please go check out superloot.co.uk forward slash conversation hat to see what it is they do. Thank you very much and goodbye. So this is the conversation hat, the conversation hat. Oh, it's getting to know you, Ben. Getting to know you, tell us some things. So getting to know you is um, where you are... You are about to tell us something true about yourself, and you're going to tell us a lie. Liam and myself must then 
work out what one we think is what. We have played this game before. Feel free to use the same truth or lie. If I could remember what <laughs> either of them were, I probably would. The workplace being, I work in the IT arena. Mm-hmm. Um, now, all millennial types won't remember that back at 2000, there was a huge worry that all the IT systems would crash and planes would fall from the sky because uh, of a thing called yes. the Millennium, millennium bug. bug. Yeah, I had that. Sniffles. Now, as a result of that, somebody had to stay behind one person manning the whole of the ship of state, keeping it afloat in case anything nasty happened at midnight mm-hmm. on the actual night of partying like it's 1999. Yeah. Thousands of people flocking the streets of London. Yeah. Me sat there in front of a lonely computer screen. <laughs> Tapping Jules Holland's hoop and hoop I did it. And I didn't listen to Hootenanny or anything else. So, yes, I actually manned the fort for the millennium. So if anything had have gone wrong... It would have been your fault. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What was was the actual concern? Is it just that computers didn't know, wouldn't know what to do when they get to 99? Uh, Because... And they wouldn't know how to shift to double zero? The date would be double zero, which was before computers ever existed, so... Thought that the computers wouldn't a l- understand a lot of people stopping. actually saved some space in the olden days space for programming code and all that sort of stuff mm. was very very tight yeah and so you had to be very economical with it so rather than putting in four dates four days or four numbers for the year mm. they just use the last two right okay so, so it wasn't that it had the, the date full year format didn't work right then the time format might not work Okay. So if your time clocks go out on a computer network, yeah. you could be in big trouble. Sure. Yeah, because I remember the little quirks in code. Like, um, do you remember YouTube, like, years ago when it first came out, if you um, got loads of views on a video, it would go to 301 plus and then stay there for a week. Because it basically was something like under 300 views, it would not really care if it was the same person hitting the refresh button, but once it got to over 300, it would need to start actually checking, okay, are these actual legitimate views that are coming in? But the way they programmed it was they said up to 300, do the check otherwise, say plus, so it was always 301 because it's one more than 300. Yeah. You're listening to Geeky Weekly. As opposed to now, where someone's smartphone went a bit wrong and told them they were late for an appointment in 1066. The year. Name wasn't Harold, was it? No. (laughs) (laughs) He had an eye appointment that day anyway. (laughs) So, Millennium Bug. Yep. That's that's one thing. I was about to say, that's Mm -hmm. the truth. Now for the lie, and then the the guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And what's what's the other thing? At the turn of the last century, I decided that since I was staying in the building and had to keep an eye on the whole of the world basically in terms of IT for the the UK government Mm. I might as well make a big bed up so I took over the permanent secretary's office pushed loads of sofas together and made myself a bed and went and got a bottle of champagne and drank it so now I'm going to have to say am I allowed two lies? (laughs) no (laughs) 
Those things are linked to each other. So one must be true. Unless you lied twice. Which isn't the game. So is it that you were there at all, or that he pushed the sofas together? But he couldn't have pushed the sofas together if he wasn't there. I didn't say I was pushing the sofas together at midnight. Ah, so that so it's the same place of work, but at a different thing. So at midnight, you. Mm. So why were you there at midnight? Just because? Was it for the Millennium Bug? I didn't say I was there at midnight on the second occasion. That's true. So just what time of day was it then? When? When you, when pushed, you pushed the sofas, the sofas together. together and drank a bottle of champagne for some reason. <laughs> for non-disclosed reasons. I pushed the sofas together earlier in the day. Why did you have champagne? That wasn't necessarily earlier in the day. <laughs> Everyone had champagne that night. The streets of London were absolutely full of old bottles of Bolly and Verve Clicquot and Cristal. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of bottles of bubbly consumed. I am going to say that the first one was a true and that the champagne bed is not a true. I think the champagne bed was the true. Because it is something, to be fair, that does sound like something that you would do. <laughs> but as you were looking after the. Possibly, you might have been looking after the. Hmm. No, I'm going to stick. The first one is the true. Second one is the true. What one is the true? The first one was the true. Yeah. The second one was half true, but I didn't get a bottle of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) If it was sparkling wine, it still counts, right? (laughs) Nary a drop. One Ah. point to me. The only point. That was the first uh, getting to know you of season two. Uh, Yes, it was. So I'm, I'm in the lead. Hooray! And one point to me. Why? Because one person got it wrong. Yeah, okay. Therefore, I should get a point. All right, you can have a point. Thank you for listening to the Conversation Hat podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the hat, you can do so by posting on our Facebook wall. If you're a super fan who'd like to support the show, you can check out our Patreon creator profile. Subscribers can get all kinds of nifty treats like downloads of all our music or your very own Conversation Hat hat. Take a look to see what we're offering on patreon.com forward slash conversation hat. Do it. Go on.